Well, first of all, it's a great joy to welcome members of the St. Gabriel's community uh, to Auntie University Mary. Thank you for joining us for Mass uh, today and praying with us. A couple days ago, <clears throat> I had one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I know I say that a lot, but I mean it. <clears throat> I had a one-hour observation at Christ the King's new Montessori school. And I've never seen anything like it before in my life. And it has been consuming my thoughts the past couple of days. And as I observed these kids, the gospel for today really came alive for me. Maria Montessori believed that the great teacher, obviously, was Christ. He was the inner teacher. <clears throat> and everything centered around him. And in fact, that a child knows better than we do what he or she needs. Because they are more in touch with that inner teacher. Montessori believed that the rest that we desired did not result from vacations. In fact, she said vacations, in her mind, were a waste of time. They were a waste of time because they break the continuity of life. She said, rather, that rest comes from an activity of the soul that fully occupied the entire person. And because Christ is the great teacher within, being in contact with him who is within us leads us to that which refreshes us. And I think that that's the, the secret that Jesus is trying to convey today. That we're in, when we're in sync with him, when we are yoked to Him, then the work that we do is not a burden, but rather an exercise in holiness, because He is in the midst of every single work we're doing. The problem is, is that as we grow up, we lose the wonder of a child. Our imagination, our interior life are hijacked by the world and its distractions. And when we lose that wonder, Things become a burden. I have never seen children enjoying learning so much. In fact, like my heart, <laughs> like I kind of turned back into a kid. I was one with them. <laughs> maybe, maybe I've always been a kid, but... <clears throat> I mean, I watched a kid wash his hands for 15 minutes. In, like, complete ecstasy. <laughs> Just amazed at water and soap. And then he started to wash the sink. <laughs> and then the floor around it. <clears throat> it was utterly amazing. Another kid, <clears throat> he took a bunch of red blocks. He carried them one by one of different sizes to his little workstation on his little carpet. And then he built a tower from biggest to smallest. And then for the next 15 to 20 minutes, entered into some world in which he was shooting lasers out of his hands <laughs> and protecting his tower. Another kid finished one of the hardest exercises in the room. And as he was carrying it, and he tried to put it back on the table, it fell, and all the blocks that he had put so perfectly together went everywhere. And I was expecting a tantrum. <clears throat> and what I saw is this kid said to himself, well, I guess I get to practice this exercise again. <laughs> Smiling. 
Finally, there was a kid that came over to me and said, do you want some orange juice? <laughs> and just out of sheer curiosity, I said, sure. She went over to the little kitchen area, put on her apron, pulled out a cutting board, miniature cutting board, onto a miniature table, went to the fridge, grabbed two oranges, cut them, squeezed them, and brought me fresh squeezed orange juice, and was elated as I drank it. And then she ensued to teach me for five minutes about oranges and where they come from and how they grow. <laughs> you guys, it was absolutely amazing. I have never seen work done with such ease and such joy. I've been to children's classrooms. They're not like that. When I was in the atrium, which is where they received their formal religious education, I watched kids go to the prayer corner for 10 minutes and kneel down and just pray. I watched a kid, as he set the altar, a little miniature altar with miniature little vessels and tiny little chasubles, humming as he did it. The wonder, the imagination, and I felt deeply inside of me that somehow that had been hijacked in my life. But somehow the world had taken that from me, and I had allowed it to happen. Because without explicitly maybe even knowing it, these kids are yoked to Christ. And their work is not burdensome. Their work is sheer joy. And I think that's why Christ said, unless you acquire the heart of a child, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. God is inviting us today, like those children, not only to friendship with Him, but to share His life, to enter deeply into the mystery and the wonder of this world. But we are so busy, I think we tend to miss the beauties of life. To stop as we're walking and just breathe fresh air. To look at a tree, to look at a sunset, to look at a bird, to listen to them chirping. To listen to a child and be wondered, just in amazement of the wonder of life. I have become increasingly convinced that the reason that I have peace in my life, <clears throat> despite all that is going on around me and in me, my own mess, is because about 15 years ago, a priest challenged me to pray. And he said these words, do not be afraid to waste your time with Jesus. And that's what I've done. I have wasted countless hours with the Lord. And I talk to Him, and I read His Word, and I unload my burdens, and I carry myself and the burdens of others to Him. There I make known to Him the challenges, the frustrations that I deal with inside and without. And He refreshes me. Why did those children have so much peace? Because they were wasting time, lost in the wonder and the amazement of God the Great Teacher.
This education is available to all of us. That was the genius of Maria Montessori. If we are willing, and I mean really willing, to waste time with him, rather than giving ourselves to the things of the world. You guys, today, let us recommit our hearts, our minds, our everything to him. Recommit to pray daily so as to regain the wonder of a child of God.